0: Listener discretion is advised as the Ebeneezza's podcast may contain suggestive and or triggering themes and overall adult content. Welcome to the third episode of the Ebeneezer's Podcast. This is Doreen and Jabby. And today we're going to be talking about why we are not cool anymore. So this episode came about because Jabby and I send each other a ton of memes all the time on Instagram and our friendship kind of thrives on it. And for a while, (laughs) we really just sent each other memes back and forth and just like, LOL, smiley face. Memes are Um
1: holding up this friendship right now.
0: (laughs) nothing else so if that goes away we are screwed so we are going to be talking about why we're not cool anymore because we started to realize that we didn't necessarily get all of the inside jokes on some of these posts or we didn't understand the phrasing or like what does this word mean and it was like oh no we may not be in the I guess I don't want to say in the haps but yeah we weren't cool anymore the fact that you just said hap is Shows my point. So today we are going to be talking about the process of aging, what is cool, what is not cool from a social media to psychological to music and dances. We're about to cover it all. So please stay tuned as we show you how uncool we really are. So <laughs> no, what's up?
1: No, I just love the way that you're just like, we're going to show you how uncool we are. which is just like, it's a downhill spiral from here. Like, don't listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> No,
0: it's funny, but we're not cool. But it's so, not
1: cool. Just letting no. you know ahead of time.
0: <laughs> so to start off, we're going to do a quick little game called you name this TikTok phrase or what it means. And so Uh-oh. I'm going to give her a name and a word or a phrase and she has to tell me what these words mean. So let's start with Chad. What does Chad mean? <laughs>
1: So my first impression immediately is Chad is probably like an equivalent to a Karen. Um, that's about but, it.
0: I okay. Think. All right. And that would be a note. Chad oh. is a hyper masculine or overtly sexual young man. So that was an A eh on that one. I don't know. But is it like a fuck boy? <laughs> is that the same thing? It's someone who's like super macho, like hits a gym all the time. Just like Uber, just like yeah, you know, My name is like, Chad
1: bro. <laughs> bro.
0: Says bro a lot, you know, like high fives, that fist bumps, like that's what a Chad is. And then let's try this one. What does sorry to this man mean?
1: I feel like I remember this one a little bit. This is when you feel sorry for someone and what they're doing. Is it like it has to reference like a video that someone saw and it's just like, oh I'm sorry to this person, I don't know what the hell's happening in this. So
0: so sorry yes and no sorry to this man comes from a video that Kiki Palmer did where she was asked to name people and she had to do a polygraph test and they put up a picture of of the former vice president Dick Cheney and she was just like I don't know who this is like no <laughs> she's like, I know I should know, but I, she's like, I'm sorry to this man. Like, I don't know. And so the meme was born from that point in time. And so that's when you don't know who a person is. And like, you generally don't know. You're not pretending, but you know that you should know. Is, is really what sorry to this man kind of means for me. So when someone comes up to you and they're like, hey, oh my gosh, it's been so long. you're like, uh, sorry to you. Can you use it that way? Yeah, you could say that like, I am sorry. Like if someone's like, oh my God, girl, do you remember him from, you know, 10th grade? And you're like, oh, sorry to this man. I, I really just don't know, <laughs> okay. you know? Right. I just needed it I- in a sentence in like a frame of mind. <laughs> All right, next one is no cap. What does that mean? no
1: cap yep i'm not even gonna begin like does that like the only they i can think of is like a captain does that have to do with like captain morgan or something like that i don't know captain morgan alcohol my brain just goes to alcohol i'm sorry
0: <laughs> <laughs> so no cap means no lie like it's like oh. why are you capping like why are you always lying so it's like no cap like no lie this is what i'm trying to say this is what i mean
1: i don't like um, that one tell the kids <laughs> to keep it i don't want it <laughs> all right what does gucci mean Oh, that means you're cool. Like, everything's okay. You look good, feeling good kind of
0: thing. And Jabby is on the board. Yes. Uh, uh, watch Gucci out there. means, like, it's all good. Like, it's great. Like, yes. Like, this is what's up, Gucci. Okay, what does yeet mean?
1: Oh my gosh. I remember you telling me this and I forgot already. <laughs> and I did. It literally like, went in my ear and out the other. I was like, I don't need that mess in my life. <laughs> I just told you, I think it sounds like the way it sounds yeet. It sounds like you're disgusted by something like, Ugh, I don't like know. Yak? Yeah.
0: Like, <laughs> why would I want to be associated with this yeet? So, yeet means that it. it means to throw something or something that you can say in excitement or in agreement. Yeet is really just something you would say when you're excited, like, yeet, you know, like kind of thing. So, <laughs> I am looking to keep that one too. Again, that's just what I found on the internet because I had to look up all of these words. Let's be 100% clear. And so the last one I'm going to ask you is, and this is, these are mostly from TikTok, but Um, what does simp mean?
1: Simp, like S-I-M-P? Yep. I mean, is someone simple? Like, are you like, dumb? I don't know. I don't know what that would be.
0: Yes and no. So when you say the word simp, especially when it comes to like TikTok, it's usually a guy who does something nice for a girl in hopes that she'll date him think of a guy that's been like permanently friend zoned and is like i'm gonna go surprise this chick with like flowers and like this amazing date she's like oh my god you guys get you a bestie like mine when was like wait but this is my like profession of love so he's <laughs> a it kind of means someone who's submissive oh
1: okay that's interesting so i don't know
0: no, not a thing. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about some of
1: these words. I'm like simp. Like that was just so hard to like get. But okay.
0: Because we're not cool.
1: So but, like that's like okay. Hold on, really quick. I'm sorry. My sister. I remember. I mean, this is months ago. I can't remember what we were talking about, but she was like, "Yeah, that slaps." And I was like, "Yeah." What? It what? <laughs> <laughs> she explained it to me, and I was like, "Oh god." I'm I'm not the cool older sister
0: <laughs> you were you, know, you were she's like but, but you're cool to me
1: and it hurt my soul oh, but oh
0: know. man ouch <laughs> but we're still cool in our own ways the fact that we can do this podcast means that we don't take ourselves very seriously and we're just like hey it's okay and you guys should laugh along too like You may not know some of these words, now I've educated you so you can be part of the cool kids. So Jabby, get us started. Let's talk about some more about how we're not cool and what that means. So we are going to get technical, technical.
1: Anyways, um, (laughs) there are two ways to determine age. There's chronological, which is how many years since you've been born. And then there's biological, which is determined by medical tests. The key factors for biological and physiological age are chronological age, genetics, so basically how quickly does your body's antioxidant defenses kick in? Lifestyle, nutrition, and diseases and other conditions. Basically, with all these different factors combined, you may chronologically be 20 years old, but your body is telling the doctor that you're 53 actually. So in other words, get it together. I don't know about doing any of these tests, during I think I remember you
0: telling me that you Took a similar test or something like that. Um, I did when I went to this like fancy new gym that I, I went to for like a year because it was mad expensive. But they were like, oh, in order to find out like how your body burns fat properly, you have to do all these biometric tests. They were like, you know, but it's going to be two hundred fifty dollars for this one and like three hundred dollars for this one. And I was like, yeah, no thanks. Nope. I can just hit that treadmill and uh, get where I need to go. But my Fitbit actually does calculate your your age based on you know, my steps, my heart rate, how much exercise I get in, all that good stuff, my height, my weight. And so according to my Fitbit, I am like 45, which is not my real age, just Whoa. to be clear. But uh, okay. so it, it does not, it does not agree with my lifestyle choices. It's, it's what I'm trying to get at. It's
1: like, <laughs> do better. Do better.
0: What if you have like a super healthy day
1: And does your Fitbit look at you and they're like 23 and you're just like,
0: oh snap. It does not. No, it's just like, no, that one day doesn't get you anywhere if you had 50 days of nothing. So
1: (laughs) yeah. I mean, at least you can have just like one day, you know what I mean? You just look down at your watch and you're just like,
0: man, I feel good. I feel like a 23 today. Yeah, I feel good. (laughs) So if anyone is listening from Fitbit, take notes. That would help me feel better about myself.
1: (laughs) Just put it on the screen. I don't care. Put it (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, there's these tests that you can take and you can pretty much ask your doctor, you know, do these evaluations on, you know, how everything is functioning. So my research, I something happened and I got super nerdy all of a sudden and I went down this path and found Eric Homburger Erickson. He was this psychologist slash psychoanalyst and he's known for his theory on psychological development of human beings. In other words, there's different stages of development, right? All the way from, you know, being born all the way to death. That also includes um, not just your physical, but like your mental, emotional, like what your development should be as a human being. In his theory, there's eight stages of psychosocial development and that with each stage comes specific crises that we're supposed to overcome and depending on if the result is negative or positive can greatly impact our ability to successfully develop in the following stage or stages. So if you are going through your childhood phase and something happens but you don't know how to move on From that crisis, it could affect you later on in life and it could inhibit you from moving forward. But the reason why I looked this up and I I got into it was because there's a stage five, which is ages 12 to 18 which has to deal with identity versus role confusion. During this stage, people are trying to figure out who they are by exploring beliefs, goals, and values. Most people, if you remember, or if you are within these ages, you do this by taking risks, um, You know, getting to know different types of groups of people, just all around exploring your world. You know, Sometimes that has to do with maybe going to that part of town that you're not supposed to go to, but you're just like, oh, I wonder where that's gonna lead me, or, you know, some people don't do those those types of things. You know, some people are just super studious and they're just like, nope, I'm just gonna stay here. Or you're both. So really it's just about trying to figure out where you fit into society and who you're going to be as an adult. These are the times when we're also trying to figure out what is cool to us. Twelve to 18, you're probably dealing with popularity, the groups of people that you think are cooler than you, or maybe you are in the cool group and how to handle that. And then also that leaks into who you become as an adult you don't figure this out. When you're in these age groups, it can cause role confusion and you have the inability to fit into society later on. So basically, if you don't get your shit together during these years, you're going to end up a weirdo. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's not true. We all have our own path and what makes us all unique.
0: So I feel like I know quite a few people who were super studious and like all about the books in middle school and high school. And like, they were just like, I don't have time to socialize. I'm not going to that party. I gotta get into Harvard, I gotta get into Stanford, like and then what happens is once they hit those goals, it's like, wait, but what now? Because you didn't allow yourself to go through those stages when you were at those crucial ages. So it's important to just have a good balance so that you don't give yourself any more issues because you're gonna have a ton when you become an adult any yeah. more than you wouldn't need to, you know, necessarily need to. Like you don't wanna be socially isolated or not be able to have a conversation or maintain friendships because you never saw what that looked like during those formative years. So okay. I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, no,
1: that's that's true because that's I guess that's like kind of the running joke for a lot of people is that have you ever seen like the super conservative people when they're finally out of their homes, when they're finally out of high school and they just kind of go buck wild. That's what ends up happening, at least for most, not everyone is the same way. You know, that's everyone's different. But I do think that similar you know if you don't experiment during those formative years you might miss out on something personally i met someone one time years and years ago i remember she had a child really early before she had her kids she was one of those people that just spent a lot of time studying and like things like that and then she ended up having a kid really early in her 20s i remember one day i think i was maybe 22 and she was in her mid 30s um early 40s and she was so sad having this deep conversation with me because she was like, I never put myself out there. I never gave myself a chance to try different things and just kind of live my life and just be different, you know, kid or not, she just didn't give herself that chance. You know, I that's just me personally. I think that there's certain times when it's okay for you to kind of wild out. And I think those are the the years. As long as you're not hurting anyone, you're being safe. You know, everyone goes through those natural stages. I think it's okay. And the big thing is why we're talking about this is we're trying to figure out what makes us cool, right? Um, I know at this, during those ages, I tried so many different styles. I tried, you know, I listened to so much different music. I had groups of friends that were just kind of all over the board um, until I just sort of landed into the person I am now. Personally, cool for me didn't look like the typical mainstream, but don't be fooled. I will fuck it up to some Britney Spears and Usher. That's just what I do. (laughs) Maybe that's the weirdo part of me, but...
0: Uh, Who didn't? And who won't? (laughs) It's Britney, bitch. Like, don't ever forget. Hello? Oops,
1: I did it again. But it's so weird, right? Like you spend those years, everything is just so exhilarating. Everything is so intense and you really kind of form who you are and like your thought process, spiritually, mentally, you know, what you're going to do later on in life. So there's a lot that happens during those years. But as far as, you know, for our purposes of what we're talking about, Again, Doreen, I don't know about you, how you were during those years, but I never considered myself cool, but I found my group of friends and we were cool to each other.
0: So I was not cool for the first, not middle school, not in elementary school. And then my first year of high school, I kind of was like right on the cusp, you know, like I wasn't there yet. I still had like the nerdy glasses, but I would like borrow my friends, like cool clothes from like Delia or whatever. And I would like try to pretend it. Did you just say Delia? I did. Delia was the ish back then. And I am going to give them props. They still exist to today, but they used to send these like mail order catalogs. This is so bad. But they used to send these catalogs and we would order from them and like, or you would like find 17 or magazines and they would say who, you know, designed these clothes. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times it was Delia. So I loved, I was all about it. Do you
1: remember they had a store at Sunset Place? Do you remember
0: that? I didn't grow up in South, like South Dade. Like I grew up in Broward County. But there was one in Denver. When I lived out in Denver, there was no, a girl there. Really? Yeah, yeah, in the orchards. Wow. So I've seen them recently. So I wasn't cool, but then I kind of became cool when I went to school in the Bahamas. And suddenly the uniform that we got was like the great unifier and my clothes didn't matter. And I got some like really tacky hazel contacts, but you couldn't tell me anything at the time. And. <laughs> I just thought I was super cool. And I had, like, a cute little shape. And so boys were like, ooh, who's this girl with this, like, nice accent? She sounds so different. And they just thought I was so worldly. And so I got a taste of being cool, and I kind of went, like, crazy with it. And I I wasn't a mean girl necessarily, but I was just like – You're not one of us, you know, like I was very like, no, but then whenever confronted with it, like, how come you didn't invite me? I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry, girl. Like, here's your invite. Of course I would never forget you. were a Gretchen.
1: You (laughs) You weren't Regina George. You were Gretchen. That's what happened.
0: I felt like that was what cool looked like in high school. So I tried it, but then I was just like, Oh no, I really am a nice person. But like, don't take, don't hold this against me. Don't take this personally. Please like me because I wasn't used to being cool long enough to like not have that, like, I don't care attitude. But when you were talking about the stages of development, it reminds me of like those high school jocks or like the cheerleader. And all that—the people who peak in high school—and that is yep. the best that their lives are going to be. Again, these are generalizations, right? But they kind of get stuck, and they always want—they usually like stay in their hometown because that's where they're known for being the quintessence of cool. You remember, I, you know, I got like ten touchdowns in this game, and you know, remember I took you guys—I took us to state, and like that kind of thing. So they become so stuck trying to hold on to that that they never really grow past that.
1: Yeah, they, they, they don't develop. You know, sometimes there's people that have trauma that happens to them. Or, like you said, again, small towns, like super small towns. Like, I can imagine sometimes they even still have, like, billboards up and, you know, or people approach them, like, 20 years later, and like, man, remember when Joe Bob... <laughs> like (laughs) took us to to the nationals in like 82 you know and that's what they ride on you know and that's just so and maybe I'm I'm maybe I'm being a little shallow about like what a small town looks like but hopefully if you are in that area you have moved forward with your life and if not that's cool too hey enjoy what you got to do right because I know plenty of people that love their small towns and you know what actually okay side note my one of my biggest dreams in life is to move into a super small town and just be like a waitress or something i don't know why I, like, sometimes think about it so much, and I'm just like, man, I think it'd be really cool just to not have the hustle and bustle of, you know, living in the city and, like, having this stressful, like, crazy job in the legal field, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm just gonna go to a small town with my family, and we're gonna get, like, a cute little house, and I'll just be a little waitress, and I'll just serve people pie.
0: That's it. (laughs) So I think you watched the movie The Waitress, and you are talking about the whole movie and soundtrack where she literally... Thanks pies as a competition and that's the only like form of excitement. Please listen to Sarah Bareilles. What? Um and you will see exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's a so I'm not the only
1: one. It. Basically, I'm not the only one.
0: That's hilarious. So you describe the movie. Yeah. To so the T It's a Broadway movie. Wait, playing. is that the one with Felicity? Yes. That's yes! okay, okay, okay. Damn. I mean, she doesn't just have like a happy life. There's like a whole abusive husband, like a whole stuff going on in there. Okay, but- so she's like running from something but pies are really her release as she's this like waitress in this small town. So it's hilarious that she just said that. I'm like, is she is she talking about which the is movie? really I funny cuz
1: I'm not even a huge fan of pies. I'm more of like a cupcake person or, you know, like full chocolate cake person. So I want to serve people, but when I think of small towns, I think of pies, you know? Like I saw um what was I watching earlier? I can't remember what I was watching, but the girl walks into this small town and she's like, "What's that? What kind of pie is that?" And it's cherry. Okay, cool. Is it good? And she's like, it's cherry. (laughs) It's like, okay, but what kind is that? Cherry? I guess I'm having the fucking cherry. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, if you guys see me in a small town one day, just handing out pie, just say hi, come hang out Order with me. Order a slice. Yeah.
0: <laughs> tell me about your life.
1: I just chose a different path and it's okay. <laughs> so yeah. Wow. We went like super off there for a second. I like that. I appreciate it's it. Okay. But so I was thinking about it, right? So during these times, I don't know about you, but I don't think I could hang out or handle teenagers slash early twenties jabby. I feel like at this point in my life, I would look at her and be like, don't do that. Don't don't do that. And then part of me is like, maybe I would instigate her and be like, nah, go ahead and do it. You're a little crazy. Go ahead and do it. But honestly, I don't regret anything. I had some fun. But really what ends up happening is, and this is where we are at right now, Doreen, right? Like we're looking back and we're just like, man, even though what happens when you see those words and those acronyms that we don't understand right now, or people doing those TikTok ta- challenges and all these things. What we're really thinking about is, man, when we were that age, what were we doing? You know, like, what was cool to
0: us? To that point, I want to name, just to show how, like, how far we have come as a people. I'm going to name some of these songs and dances that were really popular when we were, like, growing up. So let's talk about some popular dance moves or dances from the early 2000s. And you can- oh, no. I, that'd be- <laughs> These were when we were growing up and we're like in the height of our coolness and you know our youth. Um, no. so I'm gonna start with uh the one two step Sierra, she's still out here oh, killing the game. You remember that cool. one? Yeah, uh, walk it out, not walk it out, now walk, now it, walk out. it out. Now yeah, it. <laughs> chicken noodle soup. Oh doing my god, side. Boy,
1: yeah. shut up. <laughs> I remember when this came out, I, okay, I was living in middle of nowhere, Florida. I I can't even think of the name of the place right now, but I remember this came out and hearing it, I think on the radio, on the way to a club and I'm not a huge club person. And I was just like, what is this? And my roommate was like, girl, you don't know what this is. And I was like, no. And I just remember laughing the whole time. Just like, what is this nonsense? Why? Why is it here?
0: Yes. (laughs) So Chicken Little Soup, I took you guys back with that one. And then there is, let's see what else we got. Uh, crumping was a whole big thing that everybody was doing. Crumping in every movie. It was everywhere. And it looks so ridiculous now. If you go back and watch someone crump, it looks like they're having a seizure and trying to dance all at the same time. It's not great. Crank That, Crank That Soldier Boy was really popular. Uh, wobble, everybody was wobbling. And Single Ladies, of course. I mean, that's everybody should know Single Ladies, right? There was the Dougie, the Stanky little The name. My gosh!
1: (laughs) There's so many people. They're doing what I'm doing right now. If you guys are not, you guys are not going to be able to see us. But I'm trying to do every single dance move (laughs) that she's mentioning. (laughs) Keep going because my body is like, what the fuck is happening?
0: So those are just like, those are just a few of the ones that were really popular that I can think of off the top of my head. How funny. Okay. So you
1: definitely didn't go as far back as what I thought of. What I thought of dance moves, I was like, let me go back to the cry baby. Okay. And that was huge when I was in like fifth grade, I think. And a bunch of us used to get in a circle after lunch. Um, my classmates and we'd have like a baby off i guess you would call it and we would just do our best you know to challenge each other at the cry baby oh gosh what was the other thing that was really popular then um come and ride the train you're yep. <laughs> right was i was that. so young
0: i remember being like at like a seventh or eighth grade dance and doing that dance thinking i was super cool oh
1: no it's not great Do you remember just in general, not even just doing those dances, but trying to be cool, a middle school dance, not even a middle school dance, trying to be cool was just
0: not, it wasn't it. It it wasn't it at (laughs) all. But we, we, You know, we had fun. We 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 did the best that we could. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. So there were, I mean, so now, now we have TikTok or the dance challenges and all this stuff that everybody's been doing, like the Renegade, which is my favorite that has a lot of controversy, you know, whatever around it, but it's a great one. one. the renegade challenge. Okay. Tell me what Uh, is it? So it's a dance that was done by this girl in Atlanta named Jalela, Jalela Hammer, um, Harmer. And, but she, she actually didn't get credit for it for a while. And it was actually, the credit was given to this, um, TikToker that's really famous. Her name is Charlie Mm D'Amelio. And she was, she did the TikTok and she did it really well, but she didn't actually create it, but she has like millions of followers. She's gotten like all of these, like, advertisers and all this stuff, but it actually was done by this young black girl in Atlanta and she killed it. And so you can watch her. I definitely recommend it. It's super fun, extremely complicated, but good luck. And then we also have like right now, they're doing the, um, the challenge with, um, Megan the Stallion, right? She has her new one where they, are The Savage, I'm a Savage. And then they do all that. Everybody has been doing these dance challenges. So they're super fun, but that's also cool stuff, right? Like that's what mm-hmm. cool people are doing is these dance challenges and putting it on live or, you know, like there's one song that I really love by Cookie Kawai called Vibe. And it's so dope. And if you've listened to any of the TikTok videos or watch them, you have heard this song. Please go and listen to it. It's really interesting. But what I think is interesting for me is that even though we are getting older, we're still cool enough that we can find this stuff out and we can talk about it. But I know for me, when I realized I was getting old and just like a real life setting outside of like social media I was hanging out with some friends and um, I'm lucky enough to have a really diverse age group of friends. So, you know, I have people who are older than me, people are younger than me, people the same age, but we all hang out. We all, you know, are like-minded and we have a good time and we're getting ready to go to the club. And, you know, I was like, oh, I'm going to be the DJ. And they're like, okay, play something good. So I started playing like Cardi B and Migos and like all these songs. I have this whole playlist and they're like, oh, this is cool, but can you play something like a little bit newer? Those songs are old. I'm like, what? i didn't say that but in my head i was like dang and she's like well can you play like baby and i was like oh, okay the baby like little baby and she was like oh anyone i'm like oh, okay i mean and once i heard the songs i realized i knew who they were but i'm like oh my gosh i'm at that point where i know the song itself, but I know nothing about these artists. Now I know who the baby is. I don't know who little baby is. I know some of his music, but that's it. But and then I realized there's so many artists that have little in their name. There's little pump, little baby, little fizz, little Nas, little Uzi Bird, little Yachty, Little Zan. I'm uh, like, can you guys and they all come have up face tattoos? Almost all of them. And I'm just like, <laughs> Can you guys not come up with better names? Like I will claim little Wayne and Little Kim. That's those are the two littles that I claim. Great. And I'm cool with that. But but like all of that other stuff no thank you I mean and again, not to say that they're not talented I just don't know enough about them to be like I'm a fan but there's just too many littles in the world and I want us to come up with new things but just to show that we came up in a good age look how many movies are being remade and redone and tv shows from stuff that we grew up with like we were the classic and you guys keep on trying to remake it but you Damn. can never make it better than the original son <laughs> So on that note, aging doesn't always have to be a bad thing. Not being cool anymore doesn't have to be a bad thing. Look at, you know, some of these these wonderful celebrities where this black don't crack. I talked about Vera Wang is 70, y'all. She is 70. Please go and look her up. She looks um, Mm amazing. And then I I would be remiss to not mention Angela Bassett, the queen. Oh, my God. That lady hasn't aged in, what, like 30 years, you know? She's a vampire. (laughs) Halle Berry, killing it, you know. And she has a dance. Yeah, she's another (laughs) one who has a dance. Nicole Murphy. I mean, we have Viola Davis. We have Kerry Washington, Gabrielle Union. We have so many great examples of people who just look amazing.
1: Dude, I know I mentioned this to you before, but my favorite person right now, and I follow her on Instagram, is Chef Bobette. She is a vegan comfort food chef, and she runs a restaurant in Inglewood, California called Stuff I Eat. This woman puts us to shame. So on her Instagram, not only does she, you know, promote healthy lifestyle, the delicious food that she makes, which is, includes vegan mac and cheese, and yes, vegan and mac and cheese go together. I, can, I can attest
0: to that. It's good. It's- <laughs> (laughs) It is
1: good. (laughs) If you haven't had a good batch, you just haven't had a good batch. You just got to find the right one. But this woman, she also posts videos of her working out and talk about, you know, the whole thing where I was talking about, you have your chronological age, but your biological age could say something else. I wonder what her biological age says, because this one posts videos with her doing these awesome workouts, like body weight workouts. I mean, the woman has a pack on her body that is just beautiful um she's strong and like you know again I think she's in her late 60s or early 70s, and you cannot tell. You can't tell. It is wild, but it's just a matter of how she, you know, she takes care of her body, but that's one of my favorites. Jeff, I Praise. <laughs>
0: and, then, you know, we also have, like, these male Black celebs. Like, I mean, they literally have a whole, whole group now called Zaddies of these older Black men with the beards and the fresh fits and you know, they, I mean, these men are out here looking nice, you know? Is that so what a like, zaddy is? Yes. A zaddy is an is. older guy? Yeah, it's an older, uh, older guy that looks good, yeah. I thought, okay, let's not talk
1: about what <laughs> I thought.
0: Let's circle back to the we're not cool anymore and insert that here. <laughs> that hurt me. Damn. All right. <laughs> but so... <laughs> So there's, uh, and Will Smith is aging amazingly. You know, Mm. we have a lot of, we have a lot of great looking people who are showing that age doesn't necessarily have to be something that makes you uncool. You're as cool or uncool as you want to be, depending on what you're doing, how much you're challenging yourself how much you're going out and learning. You don't necessarily have to hop on IG Live or Facebook Live and put a video just to be cool because I don't really do that. Also, people have like brands now. Like I have my – some people have personal pages and then they have a page where it's just for like, oh, this is what I use to, you know, network or for jobs or whatever. I mean, they really have a lot of those things figured out. And then, of course, let's talk about the VSCO, also known as – Disco Girl. Yes. (laughs) Visco Girls, Kate, <laughs> we were really excited to talk about this because we went back and forth for a while. We're like, who are these people? What are they talking about? What is a Visco? Why is it here? <laughs> what is this about? And so, basically, what we found out is uh, Visco is an app that was created to edit like photos and filters and that sort of thing, but then it started to kind of take on a different meaning. And so visco girls usually have like scrunchies and baggy or loose clothing, like maybe like a, a, you know, metallic water bottle in their hand. And, you know, they're, they're usually female teenagers who, to act and dress in a very certain way. And they prefer not to, they don't want to be, have their own individual style. They want to have this relaxed, loose fitting, easygoing, oversized t-shirts, scrunchy, hydro croc, Birkenstock, beach related fashion. That's what they want. That's how they want to portray themselves. So visco girls are really interesting. Jabby, tell me your thoughts. So wait, are they...
1: I'm imagining visco is for girls who are like teenagers, early 20s kind of thing. So basically,
0: it's teens.
1: Teens. Okay, so are these teens that want to be 30 before they're 30? Because that's what it sounds like. Why... I can't tell you, um, <laughs> but not to say that thirty means that you have to be like this all the time. <laughs> I'm just saying, at thirty, you understand how beautiful it feels to be comfortable and like in sweats and just chill, drink your water, hydrate, just different.
0: <laughs> but I, so in my head, I imagine like the '80s or '90s, like Valley Girls, like that's what mm. I picture when I see these chicks, like the Cali girls, you know, gotcha. very much like oh my god. But I don't know if that's really how they are because. I'm not hanging out with teenagers, let's be honest, but that's what that is. So if you wanted to know what the Visco girls were, that's what they are. That's how it started a photo and video editing app. And it created a whole genre and a whole look. But just yeah. in talking about that, like I can say that as I've gotten older, I start to crave vegetables instead of like junk food. And that's okay. I don't know what the obsession is with Timothy Chalamet. I don't know if I'm ever going to do a dance challenge online, but I will do it in the privacy of my own home because I'm just goofy like that. I'm still going <laughs> to swag surf as long as I can because I love it.
1: <laughs> swag so, you know, it's cool because Beyonce did it in her concert. That's on Netflix, right? And I'll
0: buy. Yeah, she did. I'll do it. I'll buy an outfit or two from Fashion Nova. My whole wardrobe won't be Fashion Nova, but I'll buy. I'll buy two things but Side you know note.
1: Fashion so, Nova what is our range Fashion Nova has a range it's
0: either like stripper to like no but like daytime stripper yes daytime stripper wear where you know what her what her occupation is just by looking at the outfit <laughs> to like formal wear because I bought a dress for a wedding from Fashion Nova and it was no, really you classy. I sure did and it looked <laughs> good no one would have ever guessed I did have to alter it because like the the cleavage part went down to my stomach and I was like okay Ooh. that's a little appropriate
1: but I'm it was down. cute <laughs> I want to see this cute. dress I haven't seen it. I want to see it or have I seen it you have just didn't know it was from Oh, because you already altered it uh, yes, yes.
0: <laughs> so I think that being cool doesn't have to be an age thing it doesn't have to be you know what you're doing or what you're not doing just be who you are and you'll figure it out Just, you know, like, I don't care that much about it anymore. I'm more about finding peace and finding happiness and joking and have a good time. So as long as I'm down for that, I think I'm still going to be cool, even a little bit. You guys can disagree or agree, but let me know write us tell us
1: <laughs> no definitely and i think i i told you doreen a couple times that i just my view of what cool is i already had like a view of it because my grandfather to me was just so cool he was basically like oh gosh what do you call it i feel like there's like a meme out there where people are like this is everyone's favorite uncle at the cookout you know, like he's got like a cool cap on, like he's wearing like a jersey and like whatever. But he's, you know, obviously elderly. So, like, yeah. my grandpa was like that. And one of my favorite pictures I have of him is him on this, um, what are those, those quarter horses that are outside of grocery stores? And he's got like his hand up, like he's riding a real horse. Yeah. <laughs> it just makes me so happy because he and like my grandmother were just not what most people would think of the elderly like my grandmother still to this day she dresses to the nines you know when I go see her and I'm like hey grandma let's go out to lunch and let's go eat my home girl puts on her makeup is done hair did jeans tight and you know beautiful top she's just ready to go and that is what I strive to be when I get older, you know, like that is cool to me. I hope I'm still playing roller derby and coloring my hair, you know, driving my kids crazy with like weird pranks and stuff. You know, I just necessarily may not think we're mainstream cool. You know, I may not be able to do all the cool dances. I may not be able to do the cool off challenge with Missy Elliott, which I love watching. And if you've done it, oh my gosh, you're amazing because I think it's so cool. Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, Miss Doreen, is that what we have for this week? Is that what we're... Do
0: you think I we think embarrassed ourselves enough? Like I am pretty embarrassed, but I am greatly amused, and I hope you guys found our, uh, our musings to be funny and relevant to what's going on in the world today. And now that we feel officially super old, I think I want to go
1: cry a little bit with some boxed wine, because... That's what people in my age group do. Thanks for joining us for another episode. If you haven't heard our last two shows, Squashamole and I'm a Token, you're a Token. We are up on several platforms, which include iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. So check us out um, at ebonistas.com. We've got all the information there for you. Um, We've also started something a little bit different. I don't know if other places are doing this, but you know, we do us, you know, our our thing is you do you, we do us, right? Yeah. When you search us on Spotify, you may come across two profiles. One of them is specifically for the podcast. The other one is just fun. It's just me and Doreen. We have a playlist there about our musical choices. Um, Music is a big deal in both my and Doreen's lives. So um, we have a playlist for that. And then we also have our favorite podcast as well. So you can visit us on both of those profiles. Uh, But otherwise, hey.
0: Episode three is in the bag. Doreen, how do you feel? I'm feeling good. And I want everybody to stay tuned for episode four. We're going to keep on bringing new stuff, different takes on everything. And we hope you join us. All
1: right, guys. Have a good one. See you next week. The Ebenezer's Podcast was created, written, recorded, and produced by Javi and Doreen. The music by Chris Black with Truck Music Productions.